Welcome to The Nine Line, your news and information source for healthcare-related issues impacting Southern Nevada veterans, and a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. And now, here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Nine Line Podcast. Uh, this is not the voice you're normally used to hearing at this point in the show. Normally you get the uh, smooth, silky tones of John Archiquette. Uh, however, you've got me today. I'm Joshua Gray, and uh, John's on leave. He's uh, back out east uh, visiting family. You know, we do let people take vacation here at the VA. That's one of the nice things about the VA. And uh, so I am hosting today, and I am joined by my boss, who I am uh, contractually obligated to say nice things about, Mr. Chuck Ramey. Chuck, how's it going? Oh, Josh, it's a good thing. Uh, your assessment's doing, uh, due here this week, so uh, I'm glad that you said nice things about me. I am doing That's great. why I brought out the extra and, thick putter. And I am not Josh Gray or John Archiquette, but I am happy to be here uh, as part of this podcast today. And uh, for the podcast today, uh, we are talking about something that is kind of near and dear to my heart, and the hearts of many Americans, and near and dear to their stomachs, too, Food. Uh, so we have joining us today. We have uh, Charlene Dagan, and uh, you're one of the dietitians here at the VA. I am. I'm one of the supervisory dietitians, and I coordinate all of the programs for nutrition and food services. And then we also have uh, Anton Anthony joining us, uh, sir. Uh, you're one of the uh, supervisory cooks here at the uh, VA. Yes, I am. Uh, I've been been here for since 2012. Okay, awesome. Um, so just to start out, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about, on, on a day-to-day basis, what it is that you guys do here at the VA? Sure. I coordinate the MOVE program and the Healthy Teaching Kitchen program. Um, those are all preventative health programs for our VA and help them develop healthy habits. Okay. And for myself, I am, uh, again, uh, the food service supervisor. Uh, we do inpatient cooking for all the veterans that come in for inpatient services. We also restock and take care of outpatient clinics as well, uh, making sure we have healthy food for those uh, patients. Okay. So, uh, Charlene, tell me a little bit. You, you mentioned the MOVE program, and you mentioned Healthy Teaching Kitchens. Uh, for folks that aren't really aware of what those programs are, uh, tell me a little bit about what those two programs are and, and what you hope to accomplish by having them. Sure. The MOVE program is our weight management program at the VA. Um, it's actually a 16-week program. It's a class series. Um, sometimes uh, people get confused by the name because they think the MOVE program is an exercise program, but what it is is a class series where we teach veterans healthy habits to really help them improve their health. Um, we also have participation in the MOVE program in addition to our dietitians. We have participation by our behavioral health team, so our psychologists. We have participation by our pharmacists who help veterans manage their medication as they lose weight and they can reduce their medication and also teach about weight loss medications. Um, and we also have participation by kinesiotherapy, rec therapy, and we'll soon have uh, occupational therapy participating in our program. So you mentioned it's a, it's a, it's a pretty long program. It is. Um, what is some of the education that goes on during that program? So we have three core components. Uh, we obviously talk about nutrition because it's primarily run by the dietitian. So we talk about healthy eating and just small and simple behavior changes that they can make each week that kind of add up to a lot of, um, over time, sustainable behavior change that will add up to big differences in their weight. Well, and that's, uh, I think that's real interesting that uh, we have this program here and that people can take advantage of that. Uh, I, can, I think one thing I would like to know is, is why diet and, and healthy eating is so important to your, your whole health as, as a veteran. Um, why should people get involved and uh, take these programs? 
That's a really uh, that's a really great question. Um, when we're talking about whole health, nutrition and what we eat and drink actually impacts your mental health as well as your physical health. So the foods we eat, they they affect our bodies all the way down to a genetic level, mm-hmm. um, but they impact our mental health, how we think, our stress levels, how we sleep. So if we're not eating a healthy diet, our sleep is gonna be negatively impacted. Our endocrine system is gonna be negatively impacted. So our ho- hormone levels, so it really impacts all areas of our life. Um, so nutrition is quite important um, in keeping up with our um, emotional health, our physical health, our overall well-being. And then as far as move, uh, how long has the VA been doing this here in Southern Nevada? About how many uh, veterans have we sent through the program? We've sent thousands of veterans through the MOVE program, and we still have more than 26,000 veterans that are eligible um, that could could participate in the MOVE program but aren't currently participating. So and we're doing outreach to those veterans right now. Outstanding. When you say eligibility, is that people that you've identified based on their appointments with the VA that, hey, you you probably you have a weight issue or maybe you have a mental health issue or something like that that this program could help you with? Yeah, those are uh, veterans that are overweight or obese that would really benefit from this program um, because overweight and obesity is correlated with other issues such as um, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes. And so that weight reduction would really help with all of those things. So, Josh, I think I'm one of those uh, 26,000 uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, I'm going to be getting a lot Well, just so you're aware, we just, <laughs> we just recently started a MOVE program for veterans who are employed at the VA. Oh, uh, we do it on a We do it on a lunch break. So uh, you are both welcome to awesome. join that program. Growing up, I always was told that, it, you know, a keg is better than a six-pack. But uh, I think as I get older, I need to... Uh, so one thing, one question just kind of popped into my head based off of what, what Chuck was mentioning. Um, the VA obviously serves veterans and, and Anton and Chuck and I both all know from, from being in, in the military, while you're in the military, there's a lot of emphasis put onto healthy eating, you know, keeping you in peak condition to go out and do the mission, whatever, whether it's launching and catching airplanes, whether it's uh, whatever you're doing aboard ship, uh, out in the field, whatever. So where's the disconnect where, what what happens in between you get, you, you're in the service, you get all of this time and you get all of this education about how to eat healthily. And then it seems to go by the wayside that, that a program like this needs to be necessary again. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of veterans tell me that once they sign their DD two fourteen, they say yeah. it's an automatic like twenty to forty pound weight gain, right? Yeah. I'll raise my hand. Uh, for that. Sure. Yeah. So th- what happens though is that in the military you're required to make weight, and so you have to exercise. But once you get out, no one's making you exercise. But they're also providing you food in the military, um, and so a lot of our veterans don't have uh, cooking skills to continue to eat healthy. Um, and so that's where our other, our sister program comes in, which is our Healthy Teaching Kitchen program. And um, we're actually teaching veterans basic cooking skills so that they can continue to eat healthy once they leave the military, um, because a lot of our veterans don't have basic cooking skills. So what that program does is it teaches hands-on nutrition. So we're teaching them nutrition skills that they can then take home and implement, like things like identifying added sugars on a food label. Um, or how to, you know, what, how much of your plate should be non-starchy vegetables. Um, and then we're also teaching them basic cooking skills. So pre-COVID, we were doing this in person where they were actually helping to prepare food. Uh, right now, what we're doing is we're having veterans cook along with us from home and we're using the VA's VA Video Connect system. So it's a video conferencing platform and then they can 
we send them the ingredients in, in advance and then they can cook along with us from home. So that 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 jump into COVID uh, was something I really wanted to ask about. You know, when uh, before COVID hit, you guys were doing in-person classes. You were having everybody come here to, to our facilities and you were doing demo kitchen stuff, yeah. basically. Um, how did things change? Like, what was your reaction to how things changed when you realized you couldn't have people come here anymore? And then how did you end up at doing VA Video Connect? So it was really important for us to let the veterans know that we cared for them and that we were committed to keeping services going for them. So we pivoted immediately to doing a phone conference because that's what we had available to us immediately. So we never stopped a single move class. We kept going because we didn't want the veterans to feel like we were abandoning them at all. And we kept all of their classes going because we wanted them to know we were committed to providing services for them. We were also very concerned because we recognized that there would be a lot of social isolation, that the veterans would be stuck in their homes because of COVID. And we were also very concerned that there would be an increase in food insecurity because there's a lot of loss of jobs. And so what we wanted the veterans to know is that dietitians are here to help them um, provide resources for them to combat food insecurity. And then we also have those classes that will help them um, continue to learn how to eat healthy. And after we did our phone conferences, we then changed and we started using the VA Video Connect, which provides a much better class experience. So just like when veterans are in the military and they have those units that they participate in and they have veterans to support them, like we did in our in-person classes, they now can see their fellow veterans in their classes in the video conferencing platform. So they join our classes each week. They see their veterans, they introduce themselves and what branch they served in, and they still have the support of their fellow veterans in those classes, which is fantastic. When when you start talking about uh, the veteran population, you know it's, it's generally an older population. Uh, there's a lot of folks that have mobility issues. There's a lot of folks that have, uh, they, they have caretakers that are, that they really rely on uh, to make sure that the food that they're eating is healthy. Um, how, how much of a challenge does that end up being? Uh, because you could talk to the three of us and, and really the only thing to overcome between us is, is willpower, right? right. Um, how, how much does that add another layer to uh, how difficult it is? Because people never want to lose weight, right? Now, you never want to do the stuff that you have to do. So how much of an extra layer of challenge does that add? With the caretakers? Mm-hmm. Or, or caretakers or mobility or issues spouse, or just or, yeah. cranky vets or, or yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so with our MOVE program and our healthy teaching program, we always invite spouses or caretakers or partners or whatever that looks like. We invite them to come to class with with the veterans to learn the same information. And with it being on uh, VVC now, um, we invite them to join those classes as well so they can learn the same information and support one another. And we think that's important. Um, if veterans have mobility issues, we actually have a sister program in kinesiotherapy to help them get mobile again. And that's why occupation, occupational uh, therapy is joining our program to try to help with some of those mobility issues. Um, but they can still try to eat a little bit healthier. And we have services that can bring food into them that we connect them with. Well, that's excellent. I think um, that what you're doing doing is uh, wonderful to kind of help our veterans in that. And I also think like you, you hit on it before is like a lot of our veterans are isolated and you're creating a community for them. And that might help with some of the mental issues or the mental health issues that we might be seeing and all that. Um, I think mental health is one of the things that we overlook often when it comes to uh, to, uh, you know, a person's 
you know, weight and their uh, their men- their mental state, I think, has a lot to play in that. What is it that we do with the Move program that helps them with that, that the, the mental health uh, aspect of uh, weight control, portion control, uh, healthy eating, et cetera? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I originally wasn't focused on the mental health aspect. And one day a veteran sat down in my healthy teaching kitchen class and um, uh, Dr. Dick, the head of our service, came to visit that class and to observe it because it was a quite new program. And uh, when he learned who she was, he sat down and he talked to both of us and he just told us, "We, you really need to have more classes for the veterans. He said, because having classes gives us somewhere to get up, get showered, get dressed and go and we're able to see other veterans and have that social component. And he, he stressed to me how important that was for their mental health. And it was the first time that that really hit me that we were doing something far more than just physical health and well-being, that that was really improving veterans' mental health. And that that was a lot of the reason they were coming to my classes was for mental health and well-being. But aside from that, uh, the MOVE program itself actually focuses a lot on the psychological aspects of weight loss because that's a lot of the barriers to people losing weight. And in some of our sites, we have psychologists that participate in the MOVE program to address issues of emotional eating and some of those other behavior change challenges that need to be overcome with with weight loss. And along with that, uh, as we all have done over the years, we've gained a little weight. And a lot of times it forms a depression as well, especially for those career veterans that did over 20 years. And you sit in here and now you get out and... I've gained 40 pounds because I've had a surgery or I've had a back issue. And now I can't lose the weight because of my mobility. So along with the Healthy Teaching Kitchen, that gives the opportunity for them to learn how to truly feed themselves and help release some of that weight from Yeah, And when we talk about the mental health aspect, I mean, food is the one thing that always brings us together, right? right. So, um, so, so have you seen any impact on, um, on just that aspect where folks want to... Uh, where they maybe not go, where maybe where they maybe wouldn't go to a certain group, they'll definitely come to the healthy teaching kitchen yeah. classes because it's it's food, it's fun, right? Yeah. So the way I set up my healthy teaching kitchen class back when we were in person is I structured the tables in a family style format of eating because that's how most of our veterans grew grew up is eating in a in a family style setting. And then when they're in the military, they're eating at tables where they were together with other people. And so it actually gives the veterans a chance to support one another being set up for that. So I found, um, even though our program's only been around for just a little over a year, um, it grew in popularity really quickly because veterans were passing on the word about our program and there was food in the program as well. So that (laughs) never hurts anyone to be able to taste food. um, And they really enjoyed that aspect, Um, but they're still really enjoying it. They still support one another virtually right now through our VVC program, which is good to see. So just just real quick as we kind of wrap this segment up here, uh, what's your what's your favorite success story of a veteran that's gone through either move or is in your healthy teaching kitchens? Uh, so I, in case you asked me this question, I reached out to my dietitians because they're the ones on the front lines doing all the amazing work and they're, they inspire me every day. Um, their success stories are, you know, seeing people that, um, like one of my dietitians said, one of her veterans lost 25 
five pounds and was able to do the marathon from Vegas to Baker with a marathon team. Um, and then usually it's the day-to-day success stories they have, though, that they see veterans being able to get off their, their medications um, or they see their cholesterol dropping or their blood sugar dropping or they had their wedding dress on and they were smaller than what they were when they got married. Um, for me personally, I love to hear people's motivations of why are you in this program? Um, so some of my favorite stories um, are we have one veteran who's an Elvis impersonator, um, and he said he wants to get from late 70s Elvis to uh, mid-60s Elvis. Um, and so I love like those type of motivations. Um, one veteran, his wife had died recently and he gained a lot of weight. And so he was just like, I want to get back to you know, the healthy aspect I was when I was uh, married and my wife was alive. So I love to hear their motivations. Some say they want to be able to play with their grandchildren more. And so for me, knowing what their motivations are and helping them reach that, um, that's really important to me. So if somebody wanted to go online and check out some just basic information to kind of get a little bit more more deeper info on these programs, where can they go? They can go to move.va.gov, but if they want to join the MOVE program or the Healthy Teaching Kitchen program, they can actually refer themselves. They don't need a referral from a provider or a dietitian for that. They can call the call center directly um, and ask to be scheduled for MOVE enrollment or Healthy Teaching Kitchen. Awesome. Well, we've got to take a quick break. And then on the other side of that break, we're going to be back and we're going to talk a little bit about what we're doing in-house to bring in some of those lessons and, and how you guys keep folks healthy out of the house. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. We'll be back with more right after this. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit fda.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Welcome back to The Nine Line, Southern Nevada's source for veteran-related healthcare news and information. Here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray. 
And welcome back to the Nine Line. Josh Gray, Chuck Ramey with you here on this episode where we are talking about food. We are joined by uh, Charlene Dagan, one of our uh, dietitians, the lead dietitian, I guess, here at the uh, VA, and uh, Anton Anthony, who is one of our supervisory cooks. So, Anton, let's talk about how we do things here in-house. Um, as you know, most people don't really, kind of like airlines, most people don't really relate hospitals with good food, right? And people don't normally uh, associate good food with healthy eating. Uh, so tell me if you could, kind of what's it like in the kitchen down there in, you know, in, in here in the hospital? And uh, tell me a little bit about what you do to provide veterans who really don't have a choice in what they eat with good meals, but also healthy meals. That. Well, first and foremost, people eat with their eyes. Uh, something can taste horrible, but if it looks amazing, you're going to try it. You're going to spend your money on it. Uh, what we do here at the Department of Veteran Affairs, uh, Las Vegas, uh, which has changed over the years since I've been here. Originally, when I first got here, we were doing uh, a lot of pre-cooked foods, a lot of foods that were already just heat and served. And they weren't really nutritious for us as far as the sodium intakes and things like that, dealing with people with hypertension, blood, um, high blood pressure, um, you name it, from diabetes. Uh, so we look at it in a different aspect. So when you're at home and you're cooking or you're dealing with a restaurant, you have the opportunity to say, hey, this is what I want. And if you don't like it, you have an opportunity to say, hey, I'm not going to pay this bill or you're going to fix this right now. When people think about hospital food, they think it has no taste, uh, zero appeal. <laughs> And they just think, okay, it was just something to put together so we can eat and just say we ate child today. Uh, with us, we looked at it in different aspects. Uh, we have reached out to the veterans. We asked for feedback as far as meals that they were like or different recipes they were like. And we incorporated that into our menu. Also along with that, we also took, uh, we have uh, seven certified chefs downstairs in the kitchen. And we came up with a plan as far as plate presentation as well, that every meal, you know, most hospitals you go to, you just get a little four corner, a little tray, and they just pile food on it. We don't do that here. Uh, most hospitals, like I've worked over at Centennial, helped out, out over there, they have maybe three to four main entrees per meal. For breakfast, we have about 17 that they can choose from. Uh, our lunch menu and our dinner menu is massive. Everything from beef tips and noodles to pizza to you name it, we make it here. So when you, when you talk about plating, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to see like the one sprig of broccoli no, with like right. the sauce, you know, with like the sauce the swirl sauce. over it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, so yeah, when I picture hospital food, I picture the, the green square of jello, you know, that's like the, the tip, stereotypical hospital food. Right, right. But I will tell you, I do work with Veterans Experience here as well. And uh, we have some of the highest inpatient satisfaction scores in the nation. It's like hard to kick people out of our hospital at yes, sometimes. Right. And a lot of it, is because of the food and the presentation of that. So I think you have a lot to be proud of uh, that, that that you're doing that, but then you're also keeping these people in the hospital longer. So, you know, <laughs> but which is good. They're, 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 they're going and getting healthy. Um, is there anything that you do as far as uh, working with uh, the dietitians or My Healthy Vet as part of, the, of a discharge plan that keeps them eating these healthy meals once they depart the hospital? Yes, uh, believe it or not, you would never expect this, but our veterans actually request 
a lot of our recipes that we make here. That's and nice. we talk with the dietitians and we get their information and we go up and we present it to them and fold it up in a nice box and present it to them. And, and we let them know that if there's any other menu items that you see that are on the menu that you want recipes for, we will actually mail them out to them. And it's been amazing because we even have spouses that are visiting their spouse and they're like, hey, can I try that? It looks really good. And I'm like, oh, I like this. I want to make it at home. And we'll help them out as well with that. So it's a beautiful thing. And, and the thing I love about here, uh, believe it or not, besides our dietitians, we have dietitians that are um, food service managers or serve safe managers. And we actually have 41 total in this hospital. And we have six instructors at this time, surf safe instructors. So we, we take food very seriously well, here. And that's awesome. And I was going to say, what goes into building these extensive menus that you guys provide here in Las Vegas? A lot of it is veteran feedback. Um, if we present a new product, we would actually do a survey to see what they like. We'll pick about 10 veterans and see if they like them, uh, get their feedback, what we can or cannot change. Uh, but, you know, the biggest thing with us and our vets, hey, sometimes you want something you cannot have because of your restrictions. And that's probably the biggest challenge that we have here is just trying to make sure we're appeasing our veterans for things that they cannot have. So we will actually come up with a whole new menu just for them. Or a different, a brand new recipe for them. Like an alternative. Yes, so like sir. instead of maybe mashed potatoes, we'll do mashed cauliflower yes, or something sir. like that. Okay. So when you come up with those menus, do you then run it by the dietitians oh, yes. to oh, make sure yes. that this is this is good, this is healthy? Uh, how often do you get uh, ideas rejected? <laughs> Very often. <laughs> our, our biggest thing is we want to make sure every vet is able to have the same thing. Uh, regardless of restrictions. So if there is a group of our vets, say our diabetics, and they're unable to have, if we're doing a special meal for like the holiday, and we come up with four or five different recipe items and say, hey, we're going to do this. But if the majority of them cannot have it, we will not utilize it. We try to go for the mass. Well, that's outstanding. I think, and that's a very good point. You know, the holidays are coming up. Our big holiday meal of the year <laughs> is coming up, and that's Thanksgiving. And I'll tell you, I think it was last year, John, Josh, and I were down in the kitchen trying to steal a turkey. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, uh, so, what uh, what do you what what goes into prepping that holiday meal with Thanksgiving coming up? It it, it takes a little time. Um, we don't want to always use the same recipe or the same menu for every holiday meal. So we'll throw a few fillers out there to the veterans. Okay, we had um, like the cauliflower or the steamed uh, medley of vegetables. And, you know, some vegetables are like, no, you know, I just want yams, <laughs> sweet <Right>. potatoes. <laughs> and I want the marshmallows and the butter sauce to go over the top. Yes, and like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but what we can do, we, we found a healthier choice. So we would make um, either parades or we would make an alternative where we're not using the marshmallows or the butter sauce, but we may use just the brown sugar and do a steaming process or change the cooking process of it, and it makes it a lot better. Outstanding. So something I wanted to jump back to real quick when we were talking about, you know, different different inpatients have different dietary needs. Um, how much of a, you know, if, if you're talking about, um, you know, what, cooking in the military or cooking in any kind of uh, quote unquote industrial uh, kind of way. It's just big batches of everything and you get what you get, right. basically. Uh, but here with the inpatients, you could have 20 people with 20 different dietary needs based on the treatment that they're undergoing. Mm -hmm. How much does that make 
how much challenge does that introduce to you're running an industrial size kitchen, right. but you also have to be very, very specific on what people are getting? Well, the thing that I love about this VA is we actually offer uh, hotel services. So everything that you order is um, by choice. We don't have a we have a non-select menu, but say you have. I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. I was going somewhere else. Um, you have like a room service type right. service. Thank you. That's the word can, I was yeah. looking for. <laughs> room service. So they're able to pick their meals. And as their restrictions are there, as we're uh, the call center is taking their meal order, it'll show up that they're restriction and it gives them an alternative that they can also have as well. So because you are a cardiac and you can't have BLTs for the special for that day, but you can have a steak, if you like, or grilled pork chop or grilled chicken. Uh, we no longer even, uh, we don't even have uh, fryers downstairs. We don't fry anything here anymore. Exactly. So we, we really look out for the healthy part of it. So a lot of our cooking is either, uh, we also had a charbroiler that we end up getting rid of as well. <laughs> but it's we, we set it up to where, Everything that we are preparing is all healthy, so we can steam it, we can grill it, uh, but we don't fry or use anything that has a lot of fat to it. So is that is that common in, in hospitals? No, I, I don't, I don't spend not. a lot of time in hospitals, so it's I don't not. really know. Um, it, it, it's amazing that what we do here. Um, to sit back and tell a veteran, okay, you can't have this because of this restriction, and they're like, well, why am I even here at the hospital? I just want to go home. But once they look at the menu, they're like, Oh my, you mean I can have meatballs and marinara? I can have steak and broccoli? I can have any order that you want. It's just amazing. I've never worked in a facility to where, especially at a hospital, that you have this many entrees that you can choose from and you can mix and match. And you can also, if you know, we have some veterans that are a little hungrier so they're actually allowed to have a secondary meal after that within reason uh, we call it a lunch two or breakfast two or dinner two and if they needed an extra half a portion of something we're able to provide that as well uh, we have mahi mahi here uh, salmon uh, there are so many different options that you can get here at this VA and it's amazing because not too many VAs are doing that and no hospital in this Southern Nevada is doing this. So yeah, it is Vegas, though, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, this, it is. This, this, so I think we, gotta, we, we need to go downstairs and talk about getting some inpatient. I know. I, 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 I was just going to say, I forgot my lunch today, so yeah. I think I know where I'm going to end but, up. But it's kind of amazing. <laughs> you talk about that story where the veteran doesn't, they say, hey, I want to go home because you won't give me what I want, but then they see their options. And I think those are a lot of the veterans that uh, that we can't get out of the hospital right. <laughs> at the end of our stays. So, so you actually, what you're doing is amazing. So. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so Charlene, you know, he, he was talking about how um, people leave the hospital and they'll get the, the recipes and things like that. Do you find that uh, you'll get people who are inpatient here into the hospital and that serves as kind of a launching point into your programs? Yeah, we actually have inpatient dietitians who work directly with the food service team. Um, and we have a supervisory dietitian that solely works with food service uh, named Amy. She works directly mm -hmm. with Anton. Um, and so then the inpatient dietitians, if they need to, refer them to our outpatient dietitians who can see them once once they exit the hospital. And then you try to get them and into programs? And we coordinate that care. Um, yeah, if they if they need to, then if they if it's something like they need to lose weight or they need to learn some cooking skills, or we also have a diabetes class um, that teaches the basics of diabetes and diabetes management, so they can be referred to those classes if if need be. And then we also have dietitians that do individual counseling, um, and so 
both our primary care dietitians um, and our MOVE dietitians do individual counseling one-to-one with our patients. It does help to have a somewhat captive audience, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> well, that's all the questions that I have for uh, for today. Chuck, you got anything else for these great folks? Uh, no, I just want to thank you for what you're doing. I mean, I hear nothing but great compliments, like I said, about the food. And if you can keep our patient satisfaction scores up through, you know, keeping people, uh, you know, fed in a, in a proper way <laughs> and taking care of their needs, um, I, I think these are two programs, what we do on the inpatient side, as well as what you do uh, you know, through your program, Charlene, are a huge, uh, bene- you. you know, a huge benefit to our program. And I think that helps us. You know, if we get people eating healthy, eating right, exercising, et cetera, that helps them help themselves from having more health issues down the road. So uh, we do appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I just want, just want to say thanks to you both, uh, Charlene, Anton. Thank you very much for thank joining so us much. today. Thank you, thank you for having us. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate that. I love talking about food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but good, not to, a, good to know. Not as much as I like eating it. <laughs> you need to come down and see me. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I do. do. Yes, we I do. like talking about food yes. as well. Exactly. Well, folks, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Nine Line Podcast. Uh, I'm Josh. He's Chuck. I'm Chuck. And we will uh, (laughs) see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. For more information about what the VA is doing for Nevada's veterans, check out our official webpage at www.lasvegas.va.gov or follow us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Las Vegas VA. Thanks for listening.